Hey guys, on this week's podcast episode, I want to tackle one big reason why it's hard to work on your goal consistently. Typically, the goals you are setting are goals that will help you thrive in your life. But sometimes, to stay consistent with your goal-setting journey, you may have to set goals that simply help you survive. It can be really easy to bypass the basics and rush right into setting goals that are going to help you self-actualize. But you have to make sure that you are meeting your other needs first before you can reach goals that are designed to make you thrive. When you start looking at what someone else is doing on Instagram or comparing your journey to someone who has had maybe over a decade to learn how to meet all of their needs before tackling their bigger goals, you may forget this step of the goal setting journey. Before you create goals that help you thrive, you have to be reaching all of your goals that help you survive. That means that you have to meet your own basic needs before you can consistently reach your goals to thrive. Otherwise, you're going to sacrifice your mental health along the way to reaching your bigger goals. Welcome to the Guilt-Free Goals podcast. I'm Amira, your podcast host and the author of Guilt-Free Goals. This podcast is all about finding balance between your goals, rest, and flow. I want you to explore new ways of reaching old goals by showing up imperfectly and creating sustainable action towards your dream self. Are you ready? Let's get you closer to your joy one small step at a time. Have you ever heard of Maslow's hierarchy of needs? In this hierarchy, Maslow lays out the foundations of what you need in your life to sustain your survival. And after you reach all of these things, you can start to move into self-actualization. This is the last step in which you would be setting goals that will help you thrive in your life. In this episode, I'm going to go over all of these steps and tell you exactly what you need in your life before you begin to find ease in consistently working on your goals. That means that you'll have to fulfill all of these needs of yours in some way so that you can flow with your natural rhythm when setting goals. The first four steps of this hierarchy are physiological needs, safety needs, love and belonging, and esteem. These are known as your deficiency needs. You need these because if you don't have them, they reduce your motivation levels and stunt your growth and development. When you are successfully fulfilling your deficiency needs, you increase your motivation levels towards that last step of the hierarchy, self-actualization. Without reaching the first four, your motivation levels will be geared towards meeting your basic needs instead of fulfilling your goals. This is why it becomes so hard to work on your goals consistently. Because if you neglect your needs enough, your motivation will be pulled towards meeting your needs for survival purposes over working on your goal. So let's dive into the different needs that you need to meet before you can have consistent motivation to reach your goal. The first need and the bottom level of the hierarchy is physiological needs. And your three basic physiological needs are thirst, hunger, and sex or reproduction. So the first thing you need to ask yourself is, am I hydrating my body every single day? You need to be hydrated to meet this basic need. So not only do you have to drink enough water, but if you work out or sweat throughout the day, you also need to replenish your body with electrolytes to fill your hydration need. The second thing that's important in fulfilling your physiological needs is ensuring that you have nourished your body. Have you been eating enough throughout the day? Are you eating foods that provide you with nutrients to feel full? 
If you're always hungry throughout the day, your motivation levels will pull you towards eating because that is your basic survival need. Your body releases cortisol, which is the stress hormone, throughout the day to motivate you into doing different things. And if you're constantly hungry, you'll be using all of that motivation to be pushed to eat instead of smashing your goals. Now, I am not a nutritionist, but I have learned about the motivation of hunger in psychology. Basically put, when your body is hungry, it means that you need nutrients to fulfill that hunger. Calories are not enough to fulfill it. You need to be eating carbs, protein, and fat, though the amount of these will vary between each individual. You also need to be giving your body the vitamins you need, whether that be through food or specific vitamins that you take. It's really best for you to speak to a trained nutritionist to learn exactly what your body needs. And I'm going to give a huge shout out to my amazing nutritionist here, Fosia Morgan. You can find her at Fosia Morgan on Instagram, and I'll drop her details in the caption of this episode. So the last thing I want to say about food and nutrition is that a big part of feeling nourished and also reducing your stress around a global pandemic is nourishing your body in a way that boosts your immune system. That is super important right now, and there are so many tips that you can use to boost yours personally. So for me, I not only take vitamin C every day, but I also take vitamin D3 and omega fats daily. My other favorite go-tos for boosting my immune system are turmeric and ginger. Boosting your immunity right now is so important in playing our part in protecting ourselves during a global pandemic, and it will help you fulfill your physiological needs. So lastly, sex. I remember when I was learning this in school, my professor quickly said, Now all the males listening to this right now, please do not go home and tell your girlfriends that you need sex and that your professor said that it's a basic need. Nope. Not at all. This need for sex has more to do with reproduction than having sex. So it is an innate human need to be able to reproduce and pass on your genes, also known as sexual survival. I want to remind you that this is only a theory and it's not a fact. I personally believe that a lot of humans are evolving in a way that may make this need less applicable to our generation. Also, a lot of people look to reach this need in other ways. I'd like to pose this basic need as the need to leave our footprint behind on this earth. Whether that be through having a child, or taking care of another's child, maybe through adoption, or by leaving your legacy or company behind, as in impacting others that will be here on this earth after you. So when you think of sex as a basic need, please do not think that means you have to go reach your own needs to have sex, but more that you have to reach a need to leave something behind that's bigger than yourself. And that it's okay to do this in a way that doesn't involve the goal of having a child because not everyone's goals include that and it's okay if yours does or doesn't. Outside of these three basic needs, you also have your need for sleep. And in November, I will be doing a whole podcast episode on the importance of sleep. You may also have a need for clothing, unless you're a nudist, and we all have our need for air, because breathing is so important. Alright, so the second need on this hierarchy is safety needs. This is a pretty simple one to understand, 
You need to feel safe in your day-to-day life. You need to feel personal security, maybe through having a roof over your head, a safe place to live, a lock on your door that protects you from other people. You also need employment and money to feel a sense of security. So meeting your needs to pay all your bills, to have resources, to pay for things that will keep you healthy, to have a place to live that is yours. These needs vary from person to person because ultimately everyone has different needs when it comes to their sense of security. There are some people who don't really need a security blanket around a place to live. Maybe one of your goals is to backpack around the world, go camping in different places, and your sense of security is to have a tent to be in at night or to have a sleeping bag under the stars. And for that time in your life, your sense of security is quite different than other people's who may need a roof over their head. Ultimately, you get to determine what your needs for safety are. Personally, my idea of reaching my safety needs is having a home to live in. Home for me is somewhere where I get to sleep with a roof over my head and safety to sleep without fear of something harming me. But we are all different. The third need on Maslow's hierarchy is love and belonging. And this is probably one of my favorites to explore. Honestly, this is one that I struggled with the most in my struggles with my mental illnesses. And it's one of the needs that I try to reach for first when I struggle with my mental health now. It is a need that is highly important for me to reach because I see it as the biggest need to reach for most human beings because we innately have a strong need for connection and connection ultimately strengthens our survival. This need can be stunted in so many ways, and it can also be the need that brings us the most trauma and turmoil in our life. But that doesn't mean that you can't learn how to work with this need in new ways to solve problems that you've struggled with before in the past. One of the biggest ways to reach this need is through family and friendships. These relationships can fulfill your need for belonging. And I'm pretty sure that if you're close with your friends and family, you already know how you can fulfill this need through this way. But for those who don't have close friends or aren't close with their family, I want to provide some other non-conventional ways for you to fulfill this need. So the other way people often fulfill this need for intimacy and connection is through a partnership or by being in a relationship. Ultimately, I think it's best to have friends as well who you can be intimate with. So that if your partnership doesn't work out or if they are unable to meet your needs, you have other people in your life who you can rely on to meet those needs for you. Another way to meet this need is to build connections with people who are like-minded that you can meet online. It's sometimes hard to find people to talk to who, you know, meet your needs to connect in all different areas of your interests. So it's cool to meet others online who are like you and who you can connect to on maybe some of your more quirky aspects of yourself. It's usually not hard to find people to connect to online who will meet these needs for you. And hey, side note for all the introverts in the room who may think that they don't need to reach this need. You definitely have a need for love and belonging. Everyone does. People just need it met in different ways. A fun fact about introverts is that typically introverts and extroverts interact with people the same amount. 
but extroverts love to talk to more people. They like louder, busier environments, and they need extra stimulation. While introverts talk the same amount, but to a smaller circle of people, they prefer quieter environments, and they like more one-on-one interactions. And the last thing that I'll say about love and belonging is that if you're struggling to meet this need of yours, you can always talk to a coach, a psychologist, a therapist, a counselor, a helpline, join a forum online, get on Reddit or Tumblr, and find ways to connect to people that you can fulfill this need of yours for love and belonging. The last deficiency need to fulfill is esteem. And as you move up the hierarchy, these needs become more internalized. The esteem need is definitely one that you need to find on your own, but it helps to place yourself in situations where you can meet it. Your desire to be respected, to have high or at least adequate self-esteem, to be recognized for your talents and accomplishments, to have strength, and to feel free. These are the basics of the esteem needs. And it may be easy to look to others to fulfill your need to be respected and to be recognized or to blame others for you having low self-esteem, not being strong enough or not being free. But ultimately these needs start with the thoughts you have and the choices that you make in life. If you try and demand respect from others, you may lose respect from yourself. If you try and force others to recognize you, you may feel unrecognized internally. But if you give yourself respect and recognition, you won't look to others to fulfill this need of yours. If you have low self-esteem, it's up to you to make choices to increase your esteem levels. You can do this through learning more to feel confident about your skill level, by tackling your limiting beliefs about yourself by not calling yourself an imposter and taking control of your life to learn more about what you need to do to feel confident. You can set goals to help you feel more successful. You can use affirmations to build up your self-esteem. There are many ways to increase your self-esteem and one of my favorite ways to do so and how I personally built up my own self-esteem was by setting goals and reaching them consistently. When I was feeling weak and tied down by my own mental illnesses and my poor mental health, I found it easier to blame others around me and to even blame the universe over taking over control of my life and my ability to change how I felt and change the way that I felt about being strong and free. I felt trapped by school stressors and deadlines, trapped in a relationship that didn't make me happy, and trapped living with people and roommates that threatened my safety needs. I felt weak and unable to make changes. But as I started fulfilling the lower deficiency needs, I started to build up this idea that it was in my power to make the changes I needed to make. I started sleeping the right amount, nourishing my body better with each passing year, and hydrating more. I made sure that I found places to live that fulfilled my needs for safety, and that meant spending the last two years of school living alone with no roommates. This reduced the noise levels in my apartment so that I was able to focus on school and reduce my stress levels. 
thus feeling safer in my day-to-day life with deadlines. I reached out to friends and family to ask for what I needed. My parents helped me a lot in making it through school and so did my ex-boyfriend. I consistently saw a psychologist until I was able to fulfill my needs for love and belonging on my own. I also got help through school for my anxiety so that I was able to feel less stressed and tied down by deadlines and got more freedom to find my way through school in a way that worked for my own poor mental health at that time. I was very fortunate to get accommodations from my school, notes from other students when I had to miss class, and freedom to write my tests in smaller classrooms so that I could focus better. I asked for what I needed and I received almost all of the help that I asked for that helped me succeed into who I am today. I became the type of person who has no problem leaning on others for support to reach my needs so that I am able to reach the last level of Maslow's hierarchy. And the last level is self-actualization. This is the growth need that helps you develop your life out of survival mode and into thriving. According to Oxford Dictionary, self-actualization can be defined as the realization or fulfillment of one's talents and potentialities, especially considered as a drive or need present in everyone. I'll repeat that again. It's a drive or need that everyone has. Yet, so many people find it hard to stay consistent with their goals that help them self-actualize because they fail to reach their most basic needs first. You may neglect eating enough while trying to work at your goals or drinking enough water throughout the day. You may not be thinking about your dream self and what you would actually like to leave behind on this earth, so it's easy for you to lack consistency in working towards your goals. You need to have purpose behind why you're doing what you're doing, and usually that purpose is by fulfilling one of your needs on Maslow's hierarchy or helping another person fulfill one of their needs. You may also be consistently putting yourself in unsafe situations like poor living environments, choosing to spend your money on things that don't help you feel safe, wasting money, or not taking care of your basic health. You may be choosing to stay in toxic relationships or friendships that threaten your need for safety. You may be cutting yourself off from connecting to others, either physically or emotionally, thus stunting your need for love and belonging. You may have broken connections with your friends and family, and instead of fulfilling that need elsewhere, you choose to ignore it. You may be consistently asking others for respect or recognition or blaming other people like your boss, your partner, your family, or your friends for lacking strength, freedom, or for your low self-esteem. I mean, hands up if you have some parental issue that you're still working through. Seriously, it's a blessing if you don't, and I'm right there with you. All of these needs are really important to your survival, but they're also important to your thriving too. You need to consistently reach these needs and fulfill them. Otherwise, your motivation levels won't be consistently focused on self-actualizing. There is nothing wrong with taking time out of your goal-setting journey to focus on your basic needs first, because ultimately that is a part of the journey and you must reach these as a way to succeed with your goals. 
Self-actualization means that you are continuously moving towards depending on yourself to reach your bigger goals and to be open to experiences and feelings. That means not repressing or ignoring your fears or other obstacles that you might meet along your goal setting journey because you ultimately have reached your needs in a way that you can tackle the good and the bad that comes along your path with strength and freedom. So you may be looking at what others are doing on Instagram and thinking that you have to be setting goals like they do because they're self-actualizing. And you should be too. But that's wrong. You are free to set goals that work for you and your lifestyle. You are free to set goals that you need to in your life that work with your natural flow. And you are free to make your goals about meeting your basic needs instead of reaching for the stars. I've set goals that work with every level of Maslow's hierarchy of needs as a way to meet my needs that I am lacking in. I've set goals to drink electrolytes a few times a week. I've set a goal to eat three meals a day. I've set a goal to be clear on my dream self. I've set a goal to move into a place that was more aligned for me. I've set a goal to increase my financial savings. I've set a goal to open my heart to love and to connect to others, to respond to DMs every day, even when I feel the need to shut down and shut off what I felt. I still set goals around moving my body every week as a way to feel stronger, more free, and to raise my self-esteem around my body. I've set goals to write down my wins this week so that I can give myself recognition. I reward myself almost every week as a way to give myself respect. Honestly, majority of the goals I set are around reaching my lower needs because I understand the importance of reaching these needs as a way to help me consistently move forward on my self-actualization goals to build towards my dream self. Most people forget this part of the goal setting journey, but it's one of the most important parts of it. You need to reach your own basic needs before you can consistently reach your growth and development goals. Otherwise, you're going to sacrifice your mental health along the way. Remember, the ultimate goal of the goal setting journey is to feel joyful about the process and for it to feel good. So as I close out this episode, I want to ask you, what need are you lacking in? And what do you need to do to take action so that you can fulfill that basic need of yours. My hope for you this week and every week following this is for you to have your needs fulfilled. I'm so grateful for you tuning into this week's episode of the Guilt-Free Goals podcast. Ready for more? Download your free Dream Self Workbook from guiltfreegoals.com to get started in achieving your goals. You can find different supports in reaching your goals through my website and my Instagram at guiltfreegoals. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take two minutes now to leave a review or share it with a friend. Thank you for taking this time for yourself to invest in your dreams guilt-free. If you're listening to this in real time, I'll see you next week. And if not, get ready to binge the next episode.